Hello and welcome to the Next Level Blockbuster Podcast. My name is Jeff. And I'm Aaron. And today, on the Next Level Blockbuster Podcast, we are going to rip this podcast apart! Oh, hi. Hi, doggy. More like hi, kitty, because we had to record this again because my cat together. stopped the whole fucking thing. Also, oh, hi, Mike. A uh, little context on that. Uh, yeah, we previously were recording this, and we don't know how much of it we lost, because when my cat walked across the keyboard, she stopped the whole process. And if you're wondering why we're quoting The Room, well, we're not doing The Room, which is kind of bizarre, I guess, to quote The Room while we're talking about The Room. Which but... is odd, because usually we do companion episodes to stuff like this, but we haven't. Done, we're not doing an episode on which, The Room. Okay. We are doing an episode on The Disaster Artist, which is about The Room. About the making of. And the reason we're not doing an episode on The Room or the companion piece is because... We haven't fucking seen it. Neither one of us have freaking seen The Room. We've seen clips. We've seen many clips to maybe piece together The Room. And as you said earlier in the other podcast, it's a favorite on a lot of YouTube videos or channels. I know Watch Mojo. It's probably... it, It comes up at least in every other episode. So, it's something we, we are very f- familiar with, but we have not watched the whole movie. Like, I don't mind discussing a movie I've watched 20 years ago, because I've at least watched, watched it 20 it. years ago. And I usually do rewatch at least some clips. Like, we did our Scarface episode, I hadn't rewatched it, but I watched some clips. And there's been, a, there's been ones that I haven't seen in about 20 years, but we were able to piece it together. Yeah. Maybe you've you've kind of glimpsed, you know, read something or skimmed over, but we we usually at least have had, at some point have seen the whole movie. Yeah, which we have not with the room. So, but we we've can't seen really the disaster artist. Give the room a fair shake without watching. Yeah, we should we should do it. We episode. should. But right now, there's not going to be a companion episode with this one. But it's in it's in the it's on the. Horizon potentially, especially if we start getting support, and maybe we can purchase the film. Yeah, do you even own it? I do not own it. I'm I sur- have a lot of movies, but yeah, I was gonna surprise. I was surprised that you don't. There, Jeff Flicks. I do have the Disaster Artist. So do I. Um, so it's one of the last things I bought from Family Video, actually. Uh, the last of its kind. Breaking my heart. The last You're of its. You're tearing me apart, Aaron the last of its kind and it's it's the end of an era yeah so the the disaster artist we touched on it already it's about the making of the room simple as that uh they don't really go into too much detail before that because there's not that much detail we know about Tommy Russo before the room right it's kind of a uh he's kind of a mysterious figure and I I don't know how much, like, in reality, people know or have fleshed out, I'm sure. I'm sure there's not much Tommy Wiseau knows. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's some information you can find, but I didn't do day in for it, because the movie didn't go into it, so there's no reason to really go into it, for this one at least. Tommy Wiseau is an interesting character, and he's played by... 
James Franco. Yes. Um, Who's and, a controversial figure. Yeah, and we'll, we, we'll talk about that later because it plays into an element of the film after it was released. What do you think of his, just his performance? Brilliant. I, I mean, it was almost hard to tell the difference between him and Mr. Lasseau. I thought he did a very good job, too. He got the accent great. I mean, that and that Tommy Lasseau is one of those characters that it's very easy to parody. Yeah. Like, you have to play it straight, and it's very easy to, like, go kind of comedic with it. And if you go comedic with Tommy Lasseau, it, it just... Too far. Yeah. Because he's comedic in just himself. That's what gives him the charm, and that's what made The Room kind of a cult classic, because he's such a unique individual. individual. He's yeah. like an enigma, kind like, of. Like, nobody really knows where he's from. His accent's kind of a mix between, it's I want to say, a Slavic, Eastern European, which would be the Slavic nations, former Slavic nations, uh, Greek... There's some Greek in there. There's like hints of like Romania. There's hints of like. There's hints of Hung- Hungarian. There's, I mean, and he probably and some German. I don't get it. But this film is basically about the production of of the room, and it also co-stars James Franco's brother, who plays the. Uh, real life co-star and friend of Tommy Rousseau uh, was featured now most of this movie at least Tommy Rousseau says happens 99.9% of this is accurate what did he say was not accurate like the way James Franco threw a football I think there was a few minor things Leave it to Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. The whole movie's ruined now. So, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill appear in this movie. They were big fans in the room. Uh, in fact, Jonah Hill saw Tommy Wiseau at a grocery store, fangirled out a little bit, took a photo. Which is crazy, because he's a, he's a, he's a A-level star, which if you told me 16 years ago he was going to be, I'd have laughed because he had such, you know, he's such an off-the-wall goofy. Well, yeah. I mean, he's an amazing actor. I mean, admittedly, even now, sometimes he's hard to take seriously. But to his strength, also, he usually picks roles, even in serious movies, that kind of lean into that. Like in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. His character wasn't necessarily meant to be taken seriously. But he, he was able to. And uh, what was that, uh, War Dogs? Yeah. That was a serious film. So he's able to, like, lean into some of the character traits he has that normally would not be in serious movies. John C. Riley's kind of like that. Yeah. Where he can be in, like, serious or silly movies, and it kind of works either way. Right. But he fangirled out a little bit at the same time. He sort of took a candid photo without him knowing, sent it to Seth Rogen because they're buds. And they both kind of just had their, their fanboy moment. Which you can't blame them. Like, no. I mean, we both... We both have been there. Yeah. We get fangirling out. I mean, heck, even in 
we've had a few run-ins with minor, you know, celebrities, and we've both have been like, oh, it's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. You know, they, they may not be big stars, but it's just like, oh, I have ran into that person, you know? Especially in Michigan, you don't expect. Uh, I mean, they filmed the last 15, 10, 15 years. They filmed a lot more in Michigan. Yeah, but when we grew up, we... No, hell no, they didn't film shit here. You'd be lucky if they filmed a commercial here. You had mentioned something about James Dean. Ah, yes. Tommy Wiseau is a huge fan of James Dean. Which is interesting, because James Franco played James Dean in a movie. Early on in his career? Yeah. Very much looked like James Dean early in his career as well. Yeah, he did. He, it, when younger, there were a lot of comparisons between those two. Well, yeah, I mean, there, you know, younger, younger James Franco definitely resembled James Dean, and uh, also it. it it should give strength to James Franco that he was able to play James Dean, somebody we knew very little about. And I'm lots of James there. James, my middle name is James. Uh, it's interesting too because I touched on this, but James Franco and Dave Franco, obviously they're brothers and they played in this movie. Real life, they look a lot alike, but with the prosthetic work or makeup. Oh yeah, work the makeup did. work should have had an Oscar nod. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it did or not. I don't think it did. And some of the movie got affected later. Right, right. Which we'll get into in a second. But, uh... But, yeah, I mean, uh, James Franco looked exactly like Tommy Wiseau, and in real life looks absolutely nothing. Well, Tommy Wiseau liked James Franco. Um, he really liked his performance. He did a movie called Sunny, I guess, Rousseau was a big fan, and if a movie ever got made about him, which obviously it did, he wanted either Franco or Johnny Depp to play And he set his standards high, as Tommy Rousseau would. Yes, can you blame him? (laughs) So he didn't get Depp, but he got Franco. I mean... Which... It just kind of draws some parallels to the Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. A little bit, or the Sam Jackson and Nick Fury. Yeah. But we got to touch on this a little bit. Is the whole controversy controversy around James Franco, because it actually affected this movie's performance, at least from an award standpoint, at least allegedly. Uh, James Franco was getting a lot of buzz for his performance, which he deserved. He did a good job. Right. Regardless of what we talk about next, he did do a a stellar job. However, when he started to get some of the early nominations, uh, a tweet went out kind of alleging that Franco may have been inappropriate with an actress. This kind of started snowballing. And, like, different actresses and students of his, because he taught him. Didn't he teach at one of the college? I want to say it was Harvard. Mm-hmm. He taught at one of the major colleges. Though. I forgot. But. It was Ivy League. Yeah. 
um, one some of his students and other actresses started kind of making allegations that he sexually assaulted. Yes, did inappropriate things, including varying degrees of sexual assault. Me and Aaron are not judges. We're not in the court system. We don't have any proof or disproof. If so, it's true, we 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 shun me. Oh yeah, I mean, I think we can all universally agree. If any of the stuff comes out as true, he's a piece of shit. Yes, definitely. At least in real life. I mean, his performance may have been good, but that doesn't excuse your actions. Oh hell no. Uh, it's just it's hard for us to talk about because we have to kind of cover some of this stuff. It's like with the Johnny Depp stuff. It kind of comes up in, in our discussions when we talk about movies. Same with the Kevin Spacey stuff. But technically, they're allegations to like prove it. It's just certain things like Kevin Spacey and in this case, James Franco have a lot of evidence towards them being not guilt. being the best people. Yeah, uh, uh, tor- towards their guilt. To they they also have not yet been convicted. And we're not going by their character we're, or person. We're going by their performance and solely that. Yeah, and even the snowball effect. Look, it is true, too, that sometimes if someone alleges something, there are people that will falsely claim stuff just to kind of get out there. But we're not saying whether we believe that happened but or not. But we're also not saying that it's not the case either. It's just it's hard for us to talk about certain things because we don't have any of this, any of the proof for whatever. Right, and we want to talk about the film itself. And we would also feel bad if something came out one way or another because we're basically shitting on someone. Right. And it's we're just taking an the, We're just taking the neutral stance and talking about the film and the performance. And the most neutral thing we could say is anyone who does anything that's alleged that James Franco did is a piece of shit. Yes, and if it comes out that you are guilty, Mr. Franco, fuck off. Yes. We don't really want to see anymore. In fact, if it's proven that you did it... We will shelve this episode. I don't necessarily... I'm just going to say I don't necessarily think it needs to be shelved. Okay. Because we're saying he's a piece of shit if he did it. All right. We're just going by the, 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 the performance itself in the movie. I mean, a lot of actors are kind of pieces of shit. <laughs> so we have to show them Very lines. true. Unfortunately. I mean, I do like, though, that Seth Rogen and stuff has basically said, look, James Franco has been a friend, but like he's not collaborating with him anymore. No, he's, like, he's distanced himself. Well, he's even said that he's like, look, like, I don't know. like, But he's like, but if he did that, I don't want anything to do with it. Exactly. And I do appreciate, even if it's from a, like, even if it's shitty as it sounds, it's a PR stance, that's a good thing to do. Because that's very bad PR Yeah. to, like, defend someone who's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, we all have piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you can't really defend their actions. No, not at all. So, this is a movie that actually I think is very good, but it's got kind of a, a dark cloud over 
and I think it might always have a dark cloud over it. Because even if he's proven innocent by some chance, which I don't think he is. There's right. too many allegations. The, yeah. Uh, but even if he is, then that would mean someone innocent got put through crap. And if it is true, which it probably is, it means a terrible person did all this crap, and like, it's just this... It but moving when, forward about the movie. Yeah, it just sucks when actors do shit like that because it kind of... It ruins, ruins everything. It ruins it from an audience standpoint sometimes because you can't separate it sometimes. So, yeah, back to the movie. I would recommend watching this um, because it, it, it definitely gives you insight into like the, the, the production of this crazy film that has been referenced so many times in pop culture and in a popular YouTube series. <laughs> well, and like, if you're definitely, if you're a fan of The Room, this is worth watching. Oh yeah, and I'm sure if you are a fan of The Room, you probably have already seen Disaster Artist and you'll know how great the performances were in this film. And even if you're a film buff, it's a Interesting movie to watch, if anything, for what not to do in a movie. Well, I mean, you might want to do it because it worked out in the long run for Mr. Wiseau. And I mean, he made money. He's definitely rich from it. It depends on, I guess, if you want to make a quality movie or if you want to make a money movie. Right. Which but you you're also, like, money. your odds, if you make a better movie, of gaining recognition... It, as opposed to making the room. Yeah, I guess it, it boils down to do you want to get recognized for talent or do you want to get notorious for. Uh, yeah, I was going to say kind of abysmal acting, but it's just crap. For a yeah. dumpster fire. So it, it's just an interesting movie to watch. Give it a shot. It, it, it definitely is worth your time. And feel free to yell at James Franco on the screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, as always, I'm Aaron. I'm Jeff. Have a good night. <laughs>